Again, why did I ever think this was a good idea? Welcome to the Rise and Run podcast. Join our group of Run Disney friends as we talk about running at Walt Disney World and beyond. We'll discuss recent runs, training, upcoming races, and surprise topics suggested by you, our listeners. Well, the alarm's gone off, so let's go. Greetings, my friends. Welcome to the Rise and Run podcast episode 32. Help me out, guys. 33. 33. Where was I? What happened? Why didn't I get the word? (laughs) Episode 33. I lose count, which is really unforgivable since I'm the guy that puts the number in there every week. But that's okay. Episode 33. As always, we are just delighted that you're here. It's our favorite night of the week. Hi, I'm Bob. I am here tonight with Alicia. Hello. With Jack. Hi. With Allie. Hey, friends. With Greg. Hey, hey, hey. With Lexi. Hello. And with John. Hey, how you doing? We're doing good, but we've got a full house tonight. I'm afraid the introductions went pretty kind of long. Uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, makes my life uh, easier on the editing front. So, yeah. So, good night, everybody. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for coming. Hey, I love it when we have everybody here. It's a lot of fun. It's rare, uh, but it is fun. Well, we're glad you're with us. We've got a nice episode tonight. I think you're going to enjoy I hope you enjoy them all. Uh, we're going to talk tonight with Arno Tessers later in the show. Arno is over in the Netherlands. And if you know him, you know him from his videos, Run Arno Run, all one word, and his YouTube channel of the same name, and his Facebook page of the same name. And if you don't know him from that, you owe yourself to go and look some of his stuff up. But we'll talk more about that later. Uh, let's get started as we usually do. And I turn to John and say, hey, John, anybody send us any reviews this week? Yes, we got a review from uh, KJ Runs Disney. Helps with my Run Disney withdrawals. I started listening to this podcast shortly after becoming a member of the customized training plan. Uh-huh. I enjoyed listening and getting a chance to hear about Things my friend and family are tired of discussing. (laughs) The hosts are excellent. I love that. I love that. I mentioned it. You're not the only person to put that in your review. And I mentioned it because why do you think we started the podcast? (laughs) Because our friends and family were tired of it too. So now we get to talk amongst ourselves at least once a week. Thank you for that. Glad to see you in CTP. Um, I'm usually there Tuesday mornings. We got a bunch of folks. Jack's in there. Lexi's in there. Greg's in there. Allie's in there. Uh, some go in the morning, some go in the evening. So you can see us there most weeks. Also, I think you're going to be happy with that program. I know I have been, I've been, I've been in it three years and I'm, I'm very, very happy with it. So good luck with that. And thank you for taking the time to write a review. We really appreciate it. Oh, let's see here, John. We've got, uh, we've got what global running day coming up. Don't we on June 1st? Yeah. June 1st is global running day. It's, uh, comes out the first Wednesday of June. It's just to help you get out there and get moving. You can run a marathon. You can walk around your block and, uh, we'll post some, uh, posts on Instagram and Facebook that day. Just put in the comments, 
that you're, you're, you did what you did. You know, if you walked around the block, walked the dog, ran a marathon, let us know. <laughs> ran a marathon with the dog? No, probably not. Well, good. Good. You'll post that up. That'll be terrific. We'll look forward to that. Our friends at Will Run For did something like that uh, this last weekend. I'll talk about that when we get to the race report. All right. Thanks, John. That's great. So you'll make that post on Facebook and we'll look for that. And we can all talk about what we are going to do on global running day. Good idea. Thanks for doing that for us. I wanted to comment. We're running a thread in the Rise and Run podcast Facebook group and also in our first time marathoners group. A, I call it a, uh, a weight loss accountability thread. If you're using it, terrific. If you're not, that's totally fine too. It's totally up to you. Uh, I'll just remind you, we talked about the fact, the pretty well-established fact, that it's going to be easier if you need to lose weight. It's going to be easier to do it now than it will once training starts in late June. Now, I want to thank you all because you're really making me accountable. <laughs> I post a picture on the scale every Friday, so I, I can't. I, I've got to keep going down, but it's, it's been helpful for me. And if you're using it and it's helpful, I'm glad to see it. And the other thing that we want to reiterate as well, too, and I know when we first mentioned this a couple of episodes ago, we actually got a couple of notes, uh, especially on Instagram, about you know not only is it a great accountability factor, but the fact that we're also making sure that we're highlighting the idea of the non-scale victory. Um, you yeah. know, because, you know, as it relates to, you know, I mean, sure, obviously shedding the pounds is really going to help us, you know, in terms of our training and, and achieving our goals for, you know, the upcoming race season and everything like that. While a non-scale victory will help our physical health, I think it even more so importantly, it can help positively affect our mental health as well too. So obviously, yes, we might be posting scale pictures or we might be, you know, making ourselves vulnerable and, you know, throwing numbers out there and, and, you know, the highs and lows of that. But again, if there's that non-scale victory that you want to talk about in that thread, go for it because that's really going to encourage other people to celebrate their non-scale victories as well. Yes, please. I just want to say that I really agree with that, Greg. And it's really important. I had a non-scale victory yesterday and I was able to do five pull-ups, which I'm very excited oh, cool. about. Yeah. That's and it's, four more I think than it's, I can do. I think it's really important for you to remember to work out because you love your body, not because you hate it. And do very good. E and eat well and um, you know, nourish yourself because you want to be healthy. Um, and I think that's kind of what we're going for. Whenever we first initially talked about the weight loss stuff, um, I mentioned in our little private podcast chat that we have that um, I was going to sit out of the conversation just because I thought that it might be a trigger for me. And um, just with the past struggles that I've had, and I've done a lot of thinking since we started the conversation and listening to non-scale victories and everything, and um, just an effort of complete vulnerability. Um, I've been having some like health problems. My thyroid is messed up. And it if you have thyroid problems or you know anything about it, it, basically all of your hormones that tell you to lose weight are not letting you. Um, so I just wanted to put some encouragement out there to people who are struggling to see numbers go down. Um, you know, you're not alone. Um, oh, yeah. 
I, I totally understand that. And um, I think it's really important to focus on your mindset, like Allie and Greg were saying, and, and really, you know, you're running, you're exercising, you're doing this to because you love your body and you want what's best for your body and you want to make your body last as long as it can. Yeah. We're um, making steps towards health. Right. Yeah. It's like- health, and health does not mean a certain number. That's right. Um, it, it's not, oh, well, because you're this height and this age that you have to be this certain perfect nope. range. Yeah, we, we just want to be as healthy as possible coming into marathon season, whatever that means right. to you. Right. Minimize exactly. injury risk, stuff like that. Yeah. Thanks, Lexi. That's good. Greg? And if you're looking for some tools in order to you know, help keep you motivated to achieve not only your scale victories, but your non-scale victories as well, too. You know, obviously do things that are going to make you comfortable. So, you know, whether, you know, there's a certain type of cross training that you like or, you know, not in summer, you know, like going to do laps in a pool or something like that. But if you wanted to find an activity um, that actually ties into the Run Disney community, we are not sponsored or or anything like this, but uh, two Instagram accounts uh, to follow. Um, The first is our friend Run Fit Mama. Uh, her and, uh, the other, I'm sorry, ladies, I don't know your first names. Um, but the other Instagram account, uh, fit fab Disney, they've kind of collaborated, um, together to come up with exercise plans and health and fitness plans as well too. Um, you know, they're, they're kind of like tying in the theme of marathon weekend into it and they've developed some programs. There is a cost that is associated with this as well. So okay. if that's something that you might be interested in, um, you know, we can try and post some information if we can find it. Uh, another option for you out there, again, if you wanted to keep it in the idea of the Galloway and, um, you know, run Disney family is Jeff Galloway's daughter-in-law, Carissa Galloway, right. uh, who is one of the announcers for run Disney. Right. Uh, she heads up with actually with coach twigs, a program called burn, uh, which is a health and nutrition program. The burn program actually works coinciding with the customized training program as well too. So if you're looking for the Galloway fix in terms of, you know, coming up with an exercise plan and a diet plan, go check that out. And like I said, we will put any information to all these programs uh, in this week's show notes. Right. B-U-R-N, better you through running and nutrition. Pretty clever. Lexi, you had something? Uh, Run Fit Mama's name is Kristen and Fit Fab Disney is Devin. Another Kristen. (laughs) Another Kristen. Um, Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Thank you for that. That's good. Hey, I, I really didn't mean to go that long, but that was all very positive. And, and that's what we're trying to say, gang. Uh, stay positive. Um, I know I, I post the pictures. Again, keep me accountable. And so that when people see that, they know what the thread is. And I'll tell you, I got some advantages. One is I'm pretty big. So if you're going to lose weight, if I lose five pounds, that's less than 2% of my body weight. It's not that hard for me. Now that I have some disadvantages too, in that it's hard as you get older. And of course, right now I'm not running any, but I'm going to keep the thread up if it's helping anybody. And like I said, it's helping me. Um, I think it's worthwhile and, and we're keeping it all very positive And I appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to move on. I'm going to shift gears a little bit. We talked to uh, another Kristen last week and she told a story about her family surprising her at Casey's Corner 
on Main Street during the marathon. I believe it was the marathon. It could have been the half. I'm not sure. I didn't want to interrupt her, but it reminded me of a story that I told you guys earlier. I'm going to share it on the podcast here. Just before Christmas of 2021, we went over to Disney World, and I took my then 88-year-old mother with us, who's in pretty good shape, but she, you know, she's 88. She really can't walk around Disney all day. So we have an ECV here, a scooter, and I took it for her, and she didn't like it. She was scared of it, and she didn't do well with it. So we're making our way around, and uh, we had dinner. Of course, it's December. It's getting dark early. So we finished dinner. It's December. It's getting dark early. And at the time, they weren't doing fireworks, but they were lighting the castle up, and it was spectacular. And we're heading out of the, heading out of the park. And I said to her, Mom, stay right here. I'm going to get some pictures of the castle. So I turn my back on her. I take pictures of the castle. I don't know, maybe two, three minutes. I turn around, and she is gone. There's this 88-year-old woman somewhere in an ECV she's totally uncomfortable with. She's driving around Magic Kingdom. She has no idea where she's going, and I have no idea where she is. So... (laughs) Me, my wife, and her sister split up. We're looking for her. We're not running around calling out, Mary, Mary. We're not doing that, but we're looking for her. We can't find her. And then my cell phone, I get a message from a cast member who is in charge of recovering lost moms. And here's something I find interesting. This is a generational thing. If I needed to call my mother and didn't have my cell phone, I have no idea what her number is. The only numbers I know are me and my wife's, and that's because my wife's is almost exactly like mine. Everything else, and I suspect you're all the same too. You just go into your contacts and whoever it is, you punch that name. Not the generation before me. They memorized phone numbers. So she knew my phone number. So I got a message from the cast member saying she had discovered a lost mom and we were going to meet up at Casey's Corner. So when, uh, when Kristen told that story last week, it reminded me of the, the case of the lost mother. All's well that ends well. And mom decided she didn't want to go back to Disney anymore. She just, just kind of afraid of it. It was intimidating to her. Okay. Enough personal stories, mister. Let's move along. A couple topics we thought we might get into a little bit this week before we talk with Arno. We have been running at Ruth's was the person who started this, I think. Ruth started this thread on playlists, asking what your favorite playlist is. Uh, We've had it posted up, we've had it pinned to the featured section of the Facebook group for a while, and a lot of good responses. You can go through there and look through them, but I'm going to turn to the gang now and ask them, hey, what's on your playlist? What are your two or three favorite songs that you play while you're training or racing or whatever. Go ahead, go ahead, Lexi. So I have pretty much listened to the same playlist for about the past three or four years. Oh, yeah? <laughs> um, I've just added songs to it. That's uh, cool. As my run distances got longer, I was like, oh, I need more music. Um, I think the favorite ones that always like get me going – and let me let me just also preface this by saying I have everything on this playlist from Disney music and I'll make a man out of you to Broadway songs. 
Um, shout out to Hamilton. I have early 90s music. I have Christian rap. I have um, any genre except country that you could possibly. <laughs> Amen, Lexi. Amen. Yeah. That's just wrong. Horrible. Lexi, that's just wrong. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, and it, it's so funny whenever I think about like what I listen to when I'm doing a marathon because there's no rhyme or reason to it at all. Um. Anyway, so favorite songs at the moment would probably be "My Shot" from Hamilton. Uh, that one always gets me going. I really like um, "Move" by Toby Mac. Um, and it's called "Move, Keep Walking," so it kind of's like okay, it's appropriate. Like running, running related. Yeah. And then third favorite. And I really like this one just because it is my perfect running pace. Like this is the beat that I run to shake it off by Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, okay. I- I'm only excited. Cause you mentioned one that I knew. <laughs> yeah. The cadence <laughs> just is what I'm doing. And so I'm going and I'm, yeah. I know when Ruth posted the thread, I, I went six or seven responses before I recognized anything, so, <laughs> but I'm old. I'm with you, Lexi. I need to run to music that's like on a specific beat. So, and it kind of keeps me driving, keeps me going. Oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, just because I'm a musician um, yeah. and I've stood like music has just kind of been what has been my world since I was little, I have to listen to music um, because that's what pushes me forward. Yeah. Well, Allie, since you since you picked it up here, what's on your playlist? Well, I um, have a uh, I have a couple of playlists. I'm the same way too. I have the same playlist I've been listening to for the past three years, and um, and every time a song comes on that's on my running playlist, I have to say that's on my running playlist. Ah, uh, cool. So that everybody cool. knows. That's um, nice. I, I listen to a lot of early '90s rap and gangster rap when I run, which I just think is hilarious because I'm okay. like this short little girl running through the suburbs (laughs) Um, and then I have a running playlist called crying at the Disney finish line okay which is basically Disney songs that will make me cry at the finish line and has like how far I'll go and I can go the distance that it just makes the tears start so yeah that's what I run to so I don't listen to music on my runs but I just realized that I'm going to tell you what I used to do, and I'll probably revert back to it because I totally forgot that I did this. So you got your classic Disney songs like, I'll make a man out of you, you know, from Mulan, and yeah. go the distance. Like, those are classics. But no, I'm going to give not. you guys a movie. I'm going to give you guys a movie for your head, okay? So this is what I used to run to. I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan and Pirates of the Caribbean fan. Soundtracks. You put that soundtrack from the start of the movie to the finish. You just watched a movie in your head. And I cool. tell you what, some of those have like chase scenes. You want to talk about your magic miles? Done. There you go. That's how it is, you know? Okay, good. <laughs> but like, it's so good and so much fun. And I forgot that I used to do that, especially with the Lord of the Rings series. And I know this is like a totally oddball answer, but I'm also an oddball itself. So, you know, just try something new. Aren't we all, Jack? That's why we all run on ultra with the Lord of the Rings because those movies. There's like, isn't there like seven movies or something like that? Okay, so seven hours for the Hobbit. 
I don't I don't listen to the Hobbit. It's just the original classics. They CGI'd the stuff in the Hobbit, and I was really bummed about that. So I, I know it's still the soundtrack, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm going to step in because Jack and I both said that we don't typically run to playlists, and I don't either. But see, Jack, now this is again, this is a generational thing. Those songs that you mentioned aren't classics. Classics are "Someday My Prince Will Come" and "A Dream Is a Wish Your Heart Makes" and "When You Wish Upon a Star." Any one of which would elicit an emotional response from me. Um, yeah, those the one are on that the I will the Disney Finish Line playlist. Yeah, there's Finish Line <laughs> stuff, uh, or or Main Street stuff, one of the two. And the one that, and I will, I post it every year about a week or two before. Um, we head down there is I find a YouTube of the quest from man of La Mancha to dream the impossible dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll, I'll put that up a week or two before we head down for, for the marathon weekend, listen to the lyrics and see if it doesn't hit you. But again, I don't play playlists when I'm, when I'm running. Uh, let's move along. Who else has playlists? Alicia, do you have a playlist? Um, I've just been putting on Pandora lately, so it's a whole that's cool like skew of things. Yeah. Um, but if I were to like download songs, I really like Lizzo, um, and pretty much any of her songs, it will get me running. Good. All right. Cool. Uh, we got the guys left. Uh, let's go. Let's go with uh, John. John, anything for you? Yeah, I got tons of playlists. Uh, being a child of the 80s, uh, the mixtape was huge because you needed music oh, sure. for your car. Sure. You know, putting this all to cassette. So, But I have tons of playlists. But songs that are mostly on my playlists are 80s music. You, you know? didn't put them on your 8-track, John? My 8-track? I actually have 8-tracks. I didn't have an 8-track in my car. I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I, I had an 8-track recorder, too. My father had the eight track add on that went underneath the, uh, the dashboard. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So like I have songs like for workouts, I have songs for, you know, what runs I do. I have inspirational playlists like, okay, I'm struggling. I pull that playlist on that songs on for there, you know? So I have tons of different playlists. It's something I did from forever, but, uh, some of the songs, like I said, uh, dreams by Van Halen. You know, if you ever saw the video, you know, from the Blue Angels, you know. Okay. Okay. Uh, Changes by John Waite. It's from the movie Vision Quest. If you ever see the movie Vision Quest, you'll see why. It's a very motivational part of that, that movie. Uh, when, uh, oh, what's his name? I forget the guy's name. Matthew Modine has to climb the uh, the pegboard and gym. You know, one of those things. Uh, yeah. Marathon by Rush and... Uh, Appropriate. Go into the lyrics. Very good lyrics. And growing up in, you know, the seventies and the eighties, who's not a Rocky fan, you know, the Rocky theme and yeah, no, no easy way out from uh, Rocky four. Yeah. The Rocky theme will get me too. Uh, and uh, Greg, I'd left you for last. Cause I know you've probably got some good stuff to add here. Uh, like everybody else, I have a series of, you know, running playlists. I have one that's more generalized music, and then I also have a Run Disney specific one. If I had to pick two for my Run Disney one, obviously, Ali already took one of mine. Uh, you know, Go the Distance from Hercules. I mean, obviously, that's a classic. Uh, but to, I will say one that really gets me going. And for any of you that saw my costume shirt from Marathon Weekend, 
I am a massive fan of the Goofy movie. Okay. And Eye to Eye, I have three different versions of that song on my running playlist. I believe two of them are acapella as well, too, plus the original from the movie. Uh, so I, you know, I dressed up as Powerline for the for this year's marathon. I absolutely love that. So that's a big one. But actually going for a more instrumental uh, side of things, uh-huh. for some reason, the soundtrack to Soren is really, oh, okay. really motivating for me. I, I I don't know what it is, but I mean, I, I love a good French horn. So, you know, here's my musical <laughs> dorkdom coming out. So that, that yeah. I just I find really, really inspirational. Now, if I go to my more standardized general playlist, I will say the one thing and I promise this all correlates. Ever since I got my Peloton, they have this feature where you can link either your Apple Music account or your Spotify account to your bike or your treadmill. And if they play a song that you like, you can actually hit the heart button and it will automatically download it to that specific, you know, so whether you use Apple or Spotify, it will automatically download for you and make a playlist. Oh, that's nice. So I've done that a couple of times. And the one song that I really, really enjoy is Castle on the Hill uh, by Ed Sheeran. Okay. Um, I did a, a specific <laughs> Ed Sheeran ride, and that was the final song. And that just had me really, you know, kicking it into an extra uh, gear, you know, once I, I was finishing up that ride. And I think I actually listened to it while I did a Magic Mile, and I think I pumped out one of my best ones ever. So um, really like that song. And then I can't wait for my wife uh, to listen to this episode so she can roll her eyes while listening in the car. Um, but it is NSYNC's um, famous song, Girlfriend, but this is the remix featuring Nelly. I don't know what it is, but growing up in the boy band days, there is only one correct answer, and it's in sync. Uh, and that version of that song uh, just really puts an extra pep in my step. So really like that that one as well. And now you may all judge me. Very good. Now, <laughs> look, before we go any further, I, I, I don't want to let this pass because there was a line there that you're not going to hear in any other podcast. And that is, I love a good French horn. I don't think you're going to hear that in any other running podcast. So I didn't want to let that one. Or, or for my marching band friends out there, I love a good mellophone too. Okay. I, I, I get you on that. And you struck a chord with Jack when you talked about, uh, what was it, Jack, that I, I saw you react Ed Sheeran. to something. I Ed Sheeran, yes, of course. Yes. He is. He is a beautiful man with amazing voice. Um, yes, any Ed Sheeran songs. Also, Bob, I just want to put out there. Greg said go you can go the distance was a classic. I'm just Yeah, I I, yeah I I know I let it go. I let it go. You you Oh see now as, you're uh, letting it go. See now as, you're going well, to as, as Fred Gwynn as right. Fred Gwynn said in my cousin Vinny, you Utes. Oh, no, it wasn't fragrant. It was, uh, it was, uh, oh, golly. That is one of my favorite movies. That was, that, oh that was, gosh. that was Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Yes. yes. Joe the Pesci. Utes, the two the Utes. Utes. The Utes in question. You Utes. <laughs> if you think they're classics, I'm going to let it go. That, that's okay. That works for me. All right. So there's, uh, there's just an idea on some of our songs that we like to listen to. Uh, pretty lively discussion there. I enjoyed that. I get a kick out of it. And the thread is still up. It's still pinned to the featured section. I may 
I might take it out of there. We'll see. But if you've got some other ideas, go ahead and let them go. And let them go. That was no reference to any song in particular. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's move on here. All right, my friends. One of the things I have really come to enjoy about doing this podcast is the wonderful number of guests we've had a chance to speak with. And this fellow we're talking with tonight is somebody I've wanted to talk to for a long time. You may know him from his Run Arno Run YouTube channel, but today we're talking with Arno Tesser from the Netherlands. Arno, welcome to the Rise and Run podcast. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. I appreciate you taking the time, especially with the time difference here. I appreciate you working with us. I was, uh, I was telling Arno that this is middle of the day for us, and yet the four women on the podcast managed to make it, even though they had to rearrange their schedules, which <laughs> they've never done for me, but I don't know what to read into that. <laughs> I think you should be honored. Arno, here at the Rise and Run, we're known for our hard-hitting, hardball questions, so let me start you with this one. How's your little guy Zane doing these days? He's doing really well. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's uh, 14 months now. And uh, Oh, is that right? Yeah. Time flies. Man, it's, it's time amazing. flies. He's just uh, growing really quick. And he's uh, actually starting to walk now. He's been walking like along the couch and along the table. But he's actually doing steps now that he's uh, trying to go out on his own and walk from one, one point to the other. And it's really funny to see that. So. Oh, it is. It's wonderful. It's I'm, And I can tell you enjoy it just watching the videos. It's a wonderful thing. Uh, watching him grow up. He hasn't started running yet? No, no. no, no. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> it, won't it won't be long. I know he enjoys going out with you, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's a neat thing. Um, when I was, when I had little ones, I had a bicycle and I had a bicycle seat for him on the back. And they, oh boy, they just got a big kick out of that. So I know he likes being with dad. So there you go. If you weren't, if you weren't ready for it, those are the kind of hard hitting questions (laughs) you're in for this evening. Hey, why don't you tell us just a little bit about how you got started running and how you got started with your videos? Uh, The way I got started running uh, is actually because of the Disney runs. Uh, Cool. I I did some running uh, before when I was younger, but never really anything serious. Um, and then in 2016, I was at a birthday party. I was talking to someone and, uh, she mentioned that she was running a half marathon in uh, Disneyland Paris. And that sounded like a lot of fun to me. And I thought, well, uh, I had just stopped uh, playing uh, indoor soccer, which I did for years with friends. And I was looking for something else to do. And I thought, yeah, this would be a good challenge for me to see if I can actually uh, have the discipline to uh, run a half marathon and yeah start training for that and yeah what better place to do it than at Disneyland Paris so uh, I went online checked out if I could just sign up for that and I could so signed up and started training and this was supposed to be a one-time thing I thought okay I'll prove to myself that I can run the half marathon and move on to something else got hooked to running uh, entirely and found out after I did Paris, that they also have runs in Disney World and Disneyland. So, of course, I had to do those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it all kind of snowballed from there. I think a lot of us have a similar story. Now, that, that answer surprised me. You're the second person who I consider to be a very good runner 
who told me they just picked it up kind of later in life. I, I would have pegged you for a, a scholastic runner or an amateur runner because you make a pretty good pace, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've also been, I've always been active, also always did a lot of sports, uh, indoor soccer, like I mentioned, uh, the, yeah. the basketball, but yeah, yeah. never, never really did any running other than to stay in shape for those sports. So, yeah. um, so you started running with the Disneyland Paris races. How long after you started running, did you start recording your videos or was it like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to record? Um, no, it was, it was actually after uh, Disneyland Paris. Um, it was actually because I was uh, training for uh, the stars races. Cause right after I did Paris, I started looking into Disney world and I thought, okay, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Then uh, I wanted to do the Star Wars runs, and I started to look online to see, uh, yeah, what the races were like. And I found uh, Joe Resnick uh, as a YouTube channel. Oh yeah. So uh, uh, Res runs, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I really loved what he did with the videos. And I thought, okay, yeah, this is something that I would like to do and make videos about my training and yeah, especially the runs in the Disney World, especially for yeah people here. A lot of people that, uh, even the people that do run, don't get to go to Disney World, and people that run still like to see it. So, yeah, that's how it started out, to just make videos of those runs, and that also kind of snowballed into making two videos a week and doing all my training and started coaching and then uh, got my uh, degree in coaching so that I could make more coaching videos. So, yeah. I, I do want to get into your coaching, uh, maybe just a little bit later on, because I, I want you to get a chance to talk about that and tell us about that. But it's interesting you mentioned Res Runs. I Of course, I didn't know that's how you got in, but the two of you, the quality of your videos and your on-air personality, if you will, remind me of one another. That's a, a great compliment, because I love Joe's uh, uh, videos. Uh, I met him a couple of times, and uh, we get along really well, so yeah. Arno, it's interesting you'd say that because uh, we also like Res Runs videos. And if I could make that comparison between the two of you, I, I enjoy both of them very, very much. They're both really high quality video, videos. And uh, the two of you come across really well. You, you come across as nice guys. So it makes for entertaining and fun to watch videos. So I'm just very curious. You've ran now the Disney World races and Disneyland races numerous times. Which one is your favorite? If you had a um, I, I actually never got to run in Disneyland, only uh, Disneyland Paris. Uh, I was really hoping to run uh, light side uh, and dark side, but because um, I, I love the Star Wars races. But I, yeah, I think I have to say that uh, the marathon weekend, the Dopey Challenge, that is my favorite. Uh, if not just for the fact that you have four runs, so you get more runs. <laughs> yeah. And more medals. More medals, more shirts. (laughs) Uh, You guys flying it from overseas, you have to pay excess baggage charges, don't you, with all those medals? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love watching your YouTube channel in general. I'll tell you what I really enjoyed. Uh, Over the pandemic especially, you did a couple. I I commented to you that the Dutch Bureau of Tourism owed you some kickbacks (laughs) because, buddy, those were gorgeous. And a lot of them came out of breweries, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, brewery runs and I think I did two uh, wine runs which just went from uh, bars basically but yeah the brewery runs were a lot of fun to do because uh, they had a course that you had to run and they would just give you the map and say okay yeah, just run from here to there and 
at the end, uh, pick up some beers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got to love that. And then I loved the job you did as you were going through the, the cities, just giving a little history and a little tour of the cities. I was very proud of myself because of you. Uh, I don't know if the TV show, the quiz show Jeopardy airs in Europe or if you're familiar. It doesn't familiar? air here, but, uh, I but, know but you're familiar is. with it, right? Yeah. Well, one of the questions had something to do with uh, the two most famous brands of cheeses in the Netherlands are named after cities. And the contestants didn't know, but I did, buddy. <laughs> I did. And I even know it's it's Uda and not Gouda, right? Gouda, yeah. Oh, but yeah, but yeah, you Gouda. didn't pronounce it. It's Gouda here. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. So yeah, I, I had that. I really like your YouTube channel for your uh, training videos as well. And so I wanted to ask you a couple questions about those. In your YouTube videos, you talk about a lot of running gear that you love. What is some of the gear that you can't run without? Ooh. Uh, well, first of all, my flip belt. My flip belt is probably the yeah the number one item I've always with me. Uh, I carry all my stuff in there, especially for making the videos. I have a lot of extra stuff that other runners don't carry probably, like uh, spare batteries. Uh, uh, I used to have my uh, sound equipment in there because I had a, a special recorder that I would carry in there. Now I have a, a clip-on microphone that I mostly use. But yeah, that, that carries all my stuff. And then yeah, if I have a race, adds all my my gels, <laughs> everything. And it fits a lot of stuff. So uh, and it's, it's Is that the one that has magnets that like clip together or is that different no it doesn't have magnets <clears throat> it, has a, it has a zipper for a, a pocket in the front and but the new one the elite flip belt also has a zipper to close it up so you can easily like wrap it around you and then close it up instead of having to step into it or oh cool yeah, over your body but uh i actually don't like the elite that much because i have that one and the the zipper comes off for me every time i i use it <laughs> And especially with all my camera gear in there, that's yeah, oh, that's yeah. yeah. Not something I want to happen. So, uh, yeah, I, I love the regular flip belt. I always take that with me. Uh, another item uh, is my uh, my headband. I have a a really light uh, ex-bionic headband. Uh, yeah, because uh, if I sweat, I don't have hair, so yeah, all the sweat goes in my eyes, and the headband is just really uh, comfortable. It's I don't even notice that I have it on anymore. So uh, I feel you, brother. Those are a few items that I that I pretty much always have on. <laughs> yeah, I've gone to a hat, but I, hat, I feel yeah. your pain there. Yeah, that's yeah. normally yeah, if it's uh, the middle of summer, I, I'll wear a, a hat or a bandana or something. But uh, yeah, I used to do visors, then I started getting sunburn on top of my head. And okay, time for a hat. <laughs> Yeah, I've had that for uh, longer races when I would do a race abroad and wasn't prepared for bright sunlight like I did uh, yeah. the marathon in Greece. Uh, oh, it was, cool. It was bright sun all day and I got a really bad suntan because I had the headband on. So I'd yeah. <laughs> get a line on my head. You get a white band, yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. One of the other videos I really liked um, was your video that's called Discipline is Everything. And I was hoping that you could talk to some of our listeners a little bit about this video and what discipline means in your training. Yeah, like I, like I said, when I talk about uh, starting my running, uh, for me, it was yeah, something that I, I knew I had to have to, to start running. You have to have the discipline to keep going out there and putting in all the training, putting in the work to get to that point that you can run that 
for me, it was a half marathon, but even for a, if you want to run a 5k or 10k, yeah. you have to put that training in and that takes discipline. And yeah, especially people who don't run might not realize how much work it takes to actually get to run one of those races because it's sure. a lot of work, sure. a lot of training. You go out three, four times a week to go on your run. You have to do strength training. Uh, there's a, a lot of work, so it takes a lot of discipline. Yeah. And you may not always feel like you may not wake up and go, oh, I just feel like running today. No, well, you can the, fall you back there's on There's a that. lot of times because people always, yeah, they look at my videos and say, yeah, you're also always so positive and you're always out mm-hmm. running. So yeah, it's so easy for you. But yeah, there are a lot of days where I no, don't it's feel not. like I want to go running, especially when I, yeah, when I wake up, I think, okay, yeah, there's so much stuff I have to do. Not every day is uh, 60 degrees and clear and not windy. No, and, no. Yeah. <laughs> we have a yeah. lot of bad weather here. So sure. yeah, it's not always uh, fun to go out, but uh if I go on my run and I get back home, I'm always happy that I went out on my run. So th- there's always something to look forward to uh, and knowing from experience that you enjoy it after you, you're done. Uh, it makes it a lot easier to go out and uh, do it when you don't feel like it. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I watched one of your videos and I like your 12-minute rule video where, you know what? I don't want to run. Let me just go out there for 12 minutes and see what happens. And that's one of the things I kind of use, I kind of use a mile. Let me say, I'm going to do, let me do a mile. If I don't like, if I, after a mile, I'm not ready. I'll just pack it in. But usually after that mile, you're going. You want to yeah, maybe discuss what you think about that? Uh, yeah. You're normally, most of the times you, uh, you feel fine and you continue your run. And that, that's the point of the 12 minute rule. And if you don't, then yeah, then uh, call it a day and try again tomorrow. One of the hardest parts is getting out the door, right? Yeah. Most of the times, uh, once, once you're out there, then, uh, yeah, you start feeling better and you, you'll continue anyways. <laughs> okay, good advice. I like that rule. Good advice. Um, let me shift gears just a little bit on your Arno. I know one of the things that is a goal for you is to get a run into the Guinness Book of World Records. And I know you've given it a couple shots, but I'm not sure what the results were. Uh, I am actually in the Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> for, which, for which one? Uh, I did a, a half marathon, uh, the fastest half marathon dressed as a Marvel villain. Yes. <laughs> I knew that. I saw that video and I, and I, I knew you had sat there and you're waiting to hear. That's great, man. That's yeah. great. So you actually got the rec- you get the little plaque and everything. Yeah. I got a certificate and everything for it. So, uh, I'm, uh, I'm not waiting cause, uh, the record, I, I did the record in October. And so the, they print the new book around that time. So the book for this year uh, was already printed by then, and it ha- still had to be approved. So I only it got approved January, February, I think. So um, yeah, now I'm waiting for the new book to come out to see if maybe I make it. <laughs> oh, that's not all the records great. are in the book, so yeah. That's great. That is a video, gang. If you're out there, what is there a title to that video, Arno? So listeners um, look for it. Yeah, I, I think it's just my uh, my Guinness Book of Records attempt. I think that's we'll look for it. We'll look for it. We'll put it in the show notes. Uh, so if, if you're not familiar with Arno's runs, uh, run Arno run videos, that might be a good place to start. That, that was a good one. I enjoyed that one too. So I'm glad you did it. Now, the other one was part of a big group effort. Uh, yeah. I don't recall what happened there. Yeah, there was a, they wanted to get uh, as many people as they could to do a virtual 10 K. So yeah, wherever in the world you were, you could run, uh, in a time slot of 24 hours. 
So I joined in on that and yeah, I got the record for that as well. But yeah, that's not really oh, good. my personal record. So I, I wanted to continue and try to get a personal record after that. Yeah, Arno, I think that's great. That group thing. I, I actually sent you a message. I was part of a group one time that made the Guinness Book of Records, but it was back in the 1980s. I was in Honolulu for the Honolulu Symphony Orchestra's 5K, and they had about 3,000, 3,500 runners. And in everybody's entry bag, we had a kazoo. And at the start of the race, when all 3,500 of us are lined up, famous Amos, the cookie man, I don't know how famous he is. I'm not sure if anybody here besides maybe John knows who he is anymore got up there and conducted us in playing when the saints go marching in. So we were part of the largest musical ensemble ever, but I think that record got broken. <laughs> so, so I'm glad for you. I'm especially glad on that individual one. Cause I think that's pretty cool. What did you finish that uh, half in? Do you remember your time roughly? Um, an hour and 39 minutes, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That's pretty quick. Cause it has to be, has to be mighty warm inside that thing. Um, that's, that's what I thought as well, but until I started running in it, it's actually nice and cool because uh, oh, wow. it keeps your, uh, your sweat in there and it, uh, yeah, it just, uh, it kept me cool. It's just, uh, really hard to breathe because it has a mask that covers your face. So that, that made it really tough. Well, see that prepped you, that prepped you to be ready for COVID and then following you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, neat. Good story. I'm glad, I'm glad that worked out. I'm glad to hear that. So I really love watching your YouTube channel. It inspired me to want to do running videos as well. Um, but I'm curious, I thought one of the coolest races that you did outside of the Disney ones was the Big Five Marathon. I thought it was so cool. The video was so well done. Um, I just had a few questions about it. Like what running company did you use and would you recommend them? Because I did, honestly didn't know there was travel running companies. Uh, me and Lexi had used one for the first time doing the Berlin Marathon this past, what was it, September, Lexi? Yeah, this past September. Yeah. Um, but I was wondering all about the big five, I guess. Because it's on our list now because of yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I highly recommend that one. Uh, that was such a beautiful race. Um, the, the company that uh, organizes it is uh, Albatross. They do, uh, I think, uh, they have seven or eight now. They, they used to have six when I, when I did the Big Five. But they, they keep making uh, new races. And all their races are like in really special uh, places. Uh, they... They also, I think, I'm not sure if they organize it or they just uh, arrange travel for it, but they also have uh, the uh, Chinese Wall Marathon, and the, the Great Wall. Uh, and, That's uh, on cool. my list as well. Oh, I'm, I'm nervous for yeah. that one. <laughs> I think next Supposed week. be a tough one, yeah. Next week, they actually have one in, in Iceland, I think. Uh, so they. Yep, I looked into volcano, doing that one. Volcano run, I think they're. They, they all have really great locations, but the big five, yeah, that was amazing because you get to run in yeah an area where animals roam free. So it's uh, where you normally go on safari and now you get to run there. So that was, uh, yeah, really amazing. I think in, in your video, you had like wildebeest run behind you or yeah, something. Yeah, they, they and, run, oh, I they run on the side of me. And uh, as soon as I saw them, I, I turned around to make sure that I could get them on, uh, on video. And they actually crossed a path behind me and I'm, I'm, yeah, you can't really tell in the video, but I'm like yelling at the the lady that's running behind me to look behind her because she didn't see it. <laughs> like, look behind <laughs> you. There's, there's wildebeest there. <laughs> and oh, the, man, uh, that's great. 
I did the, the marathon and you could also run a half marathon, but that actually did, uh, they cut off, uh, part of the beginning of the course. So, cause we went the long way around and the people that did the half marathon actually got to see, uh, rhinos as well and giraffes. But by the time we got there, they had seen a lot of runners. So that kind of scared them away. So we, I didn't get to see those, but, uh. Yeah, the just the, the surroundings are beautiful. The there's a big hill that you have to run down and then climb up again, so it's a really tough race, but it's totally worth it. It's so amazing. I was gonna say, what was? Do you know what the elevation for that was? Because I remember watching the video and it being so steep, and I'm just trying to think like, how much did you climb? Do you know? I I don't remember, but it, it was a lot more than I expected. And I, I saw the like the promotion video they have and they 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 show like people just walking up a hill because they, they can run it so i knew that it was going to be steep but i didn't know that was going to be for like two and a half miles oh my <laughs> climbing for two and a oh. half miles so, oh my. and going down uh that was already tough because yeah uh, my legs are not used to running down or up hills because we don't have hills here in the netherlands so i i <laughs> I can't even train for that, but uh, running down, yeah, you have to stop yourself. Uh, but yeah, you make good time because you, you can actually run down. But going back up, yeah, that was painful. <laughs> we don't have them in Florida either, Arno. <laughs> <laughs> we have to use but, bridges. But yeah, still, even even how tough it was, uh, it was totally worth it. Doing doing a run with all the animals in the surroundings and the whole trip around it because. Yeah, we were there for five days. So you get to do uh, like an inspection of the course the day before. And yeah, you're there five days going on safari runs with people that are going to do the marathon as well. So you all have that in common. So the, the whole trip is just amazing. Would you do Albatross again? And which one would be your next race you would do? I would definitely do Albatross again. Uh, the way they, they organized the race was just amazing. Everything was taken care of. Uh, they thought of everything and uh, the people that organized it that uh, stayed at the lodges as well they, they were just really helpful you could ask them anything they were always around uh, uh, my girlfriend came along she ran the half marathon but she was sick and they were amazing they just did everything for her the make sure that she got to see a doctor and everything and so they took care of everything. I would definitely go with them again. And I actually uh, was planning to do uh, the Great Wall Marathon in uh, 2021. But yeah, because of COVID, that didn't happen. And that's with them as well. Uh, and yeah, all, all the races are actually on, on my bucket list. So, <laughs> so I'll definitely be running their races. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned earlier that your favorite Disney race series was dopey do you have a favorite race of all time um yeah that's a that's a tough one because it's, it's for me it's between the the big five and uh the disney world marathon yeah. mm-hmm. that's a fair answer that's a fair answer I, I you reminded that we asked another guest that one time and he said ah that's like asking who my favorite child is so <laughs> Yeah, you gave us an answer it's what tough because there's a lot of really great races out there but for me the experience of the big five marathon was just so amazing but running uh the disney races are just so much fun for me and i've made a lot of friends uh, throughout the years running those races 
So that makes those races very special as well. So. Sure does. Sure does. We certainly feel the same way. And, you know, when you answer that question about what's your favorite run, I think you have different favorites for different reasons. Yeah. And I think you, I think you highlighted that pretty well right there. Listen, I wanted to, I wanted to change track just a little bit again. You've mentioned it a couple times that uh, you've got a degree in coaching and you've done some coaching. Can you talk about that a little bit and maybe tell our listeners if, cause you do personal coaching, if they'd like to investigate further what they can do. Yeah. I, uh, I started out giving uh, tips and advice on my on my videos, and then I figured, yeah, um, I'm already doing this because of yeah, it's just sharing my own experiences, but also what I've learned and looking up things for my videos. And I thought, yeah, just to make it more official, I should get a coaching degree. So I uh, I got my degree, and uh, yeah, now I've set up my my website. People can go to my website runonerun.com. They can uh, sign up for uh, personal coaching. It's online coaching. Uh, so you can do it all over the world. It's not in person, sure. so we don't have to go running together. But yeah, The, uh, commute, I, I the make, commute would be pretty tough from Florida yeah. or Minnesota. Or, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I make uh, run schedules for people. Uh, if they're training for a marathon or a half marathon and they don't know uh, how to get to that point where they can actually run it, uh, I can make a schedule and help them along on, on their uh, their training journey. So that's basically what people can, uh, can sign up for. Yeah. Well, good. Well, again, we'll post the, uh, your website link in the show notes too. So I have a question along these lines because Disney runs are so fun and accessible to all levels of runners. I have a question based on something uh, a, a beginner runner might ask a running coach. So, um, when you first start running, you hear people say lingo words and I feel like beginner runners might not know what they mean. And I know you can get some more info on your YouTube channels because you've done videos on these. Um, but I thought I'd ask you for a quick description of some of these running words, if you're up for it. All right. <laughs> so uh, one that I'm sure a lot of our listeners are, are familiar with, but may not be, is interval running. Uh, interval running is basically uh, uh, running and then walking and then running again and then walking. Uh, you can do that in any length, really. A lot of uh, uh, runners will go to a track and run uh, 400 meters and then walk for uh, whatever distance they need to uh, to catch their breath and then run 400 meters again. Uh, but yeah, you can do any distance basically uh, in interval runs. And that's actually what I've been doing now to help my knee to yeah not strain put too much strain on my knee. Uh, do interval runs. Yeah. I've been told it's good for injuries too. Like it's, it helps keep you injury free. Um, a, what is a tempo run? A tempo run is, uh, yeah, where you're uh, running a little bit faster than you would normally run uh, on your uh, training run. Because for a training run, you, you don't want to keep the, the pace that you do for a race or, uh, yeah, you, you're not setting out to, to run a PR on your training run. So normally you're, your training pace will be a little uh, slower, and a tempo run yeah, will help you work on your uh, your speed more. Uh, negative splits. Negative splits. Um, that's uh, mostly for a race when you uh, 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 run a certain pace for the first half of your race, and then run a faster pace for the second half of your race. Cool. 
I'm going to try to say this one without giggling. Um, Fartlek run? Fartlek. So <laughs> I, I knew where you were like... going. As soon as you said that, I knew where you were going. Uh, Fartlek, yeah, it's, uh, it's Swedish for speed play. Uh, so uh, basically it's kind of like interval runs, but uh, yeah, it's just uh, more playful. So you, uh, you pick something uh, that you can see on your run and then you run to that point. And then once you're there, you slow down, but you keep running. So you have to recover while you're running just at a slower pace. And then you pick a point that you do that to. And then when you get there, you have to pick another point to run to and you speed it up again and keep mixing that up. And that helps you uh, recover. And that's all uh, very helpful for your races because uh, yeah, a lot of times when you're in a race, you get caught up uh, with someone else's pace and you go a little bit too fast. And then you yeah, uh, have to recover while you're in a race and you don't want to start walking. Then yeah, it's a good thing if you do fire leg runs, if you're used to that, then you recover while you're still running. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And this last one, I don't know what this means. So you're going to have to tell me, what is a rest day? A rest day. <laughs> yeah. That's a day when uh, you don't run. This is new terminology. When, uh, <laughs> you're not necessarily, uh, don't do anything, but uh it's a, it's a day for your muscles to recover and it's a, it's an important day, but yeah, it doesn't mean that you, you sit on the couch. You, uh, you can go for a walk, keep your body active, uh, in other ways. It could even be a day when you do strength training. So it's not a day yeah. for, uh, just watching Netflix. <laughs> cool. I have a follow-up question. Um, what is active recovery? Active recovery uh it's uh yeah recovering while you're still active <laughs> so yeah, basically what less, yeah. so it and that could actually be two things because it could be like i said for the like the fart leg runs uh recovering uh, while you're running uh but it could also be for your injuries uh active recovery uh so keeping your body busy but not but with other things so keeping other muscles engaged and uh, making sure that you don't lose that much of your progress uh, when you have an injury. I know recently we've we've gotten several um, people who have signed up for their first marathon doing Walt Disney World, and they've stumbled across our podcast, and they may be just starting out with their training and just getting used to everything. So I know that it's super helpful. Yeah, things we kind of take for granted, but it is helpful. You're right. Good questions there, Allie. Allie's, Allie's becoming our closer here. Um, the, her, her list of uh, off-the-cuff questions. I like it. I like it. Uh, Arno, I wanted to ask one more thing, and I think you probably don't know the answer to this. Any idea when you'll get back to running in the States? Ooh, um, if, it's, uh, if it's up to me, I'll be back uh, the first week of October. Uh, I'm registered for the Chicago Marathon. Oh, wow. Great. But, Yay. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to travel, so we'll have to see. But uh, that's my my first scheduled thing in the States. And I'm also registered for the marathon in New York, which is a month later. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I might see you later. <laughs> so I was going to actually ask you about Chicago, so I'm glad you already mentioned it. Because you got deferred, right, yeah. to the following year because of not being able to travel? Yeah, and they were really easy about that. So uh, I was uh, very happy that uh, I could defer to this year. But yeah, still 
I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to go. So. Arn, are you concerned with travel restrictions or are you concerned with your injury? Uh, actually, at the moment, both. <laughs> really? Okay. But, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, mostly the travel restrictions because even uh, with my injury, I'm, I'm expecting that by then I can at least run a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, but, you will. And, you will. Uh, yeah. and then I'll, even if I have to run, walk it, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, sure. But uh, yeah, right now I'm, I'm looking at the travel restrictions. So, yeah. And then I think I also saw that you were signed up for the London Marathon, but it's d- done with a charity. Yeah, and that's uh, that's a week before uh, Chicago, <laughs> so I'm doing uh, two marathons in a week, uh, which I would not advise to anyone. <laughs> but yeah, it's just yeah. because of the the race being deferred and canceled, and it just that's just how it works out this year. Uh, but yeah, I'm running for uh, Save the Rhino, and uh, cool. That's a, a cause that really speaks to me because yeah, I'm a big animal lover, and I. I was looking for a charity to run for and save the rhino. Uh, I signed up for them with them actually uh, the year before as well, but I couldn't get in then. And now I got accepted. So uh, I'm running uh, for save the rhino and I'm actually uh, that hasn't been on my channel yet. It's going to be posted uh, either tonight or tomorrow, but I've set up a virtual rhino run to try and get awareness and raise funds for the marathon um, where people can run uh, with an uh, audio track. So I've recorded a 20 minute run and that people can listen to. And on that run, I kind of describe uh, a safari run in Africa and spot animals. And I uh, give tips for the run and uh, things like that. So uh, I think that's, that's gotta be a lot of fun. So I love that. It sounds good. We'll be looking for that. Jack, I can't imagine anybody running two marathons in two weekends. Can you? I mean, okay. So funnily enough, <laughs> I, I did do that. I, I did Berlin and then two weeks later, I did Chicago. Yeah. Oh. Two weeks. Yeah. yeah. See, two weeks later. I mean, of course, yeah. two weeks. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, at that point, you might as well sign up for an ultra marathon. <laughs> Have you ever thought of doing those? No. No. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Uh, when, when, I, when I started running half marathons, I I always said because uh, people would ask me, so when are you running a marathon? I say, yeah, I'm not going to run a marathon. I'm never doing that. That's just too long. And then of course I signed up for Dopey and I ran a marathon and yeah, started running marathons. So I'm I'm not going to say I'm never going to run an ultra, but right now, no, that's <laughs> never, never say never. I'm but looking forward to doing <laughs> the Rhino Run will be on the Run Arno Run site. I managed to say that without stumbling. That was pretty good. <laughs> and, um, again, that link will be in the show notes. Arno, I knew this was going to be fun. I'm never disappointed. It's been great talking with you, great meeting with, meeting you. I look forward to the day when I can shake your hand, my friend, and uh, we meet face-to-face. Yeah. Uh, one of these days down at Disney World. Or heck, maybe I'll get to Europe. Who knows? I look forward to that. Thank you again for coming with us. We had a great time. I hope you did too. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I really like Arno's uh, YouTube channel because he has a lot of videos. He does a lot of runs over in in Europe. And uh, for us over here in the States, those are runs we're not going to do. Like his his pub runs. Oh, yeah. They're beautiful. Yeah. They're absolutely beautiful. We we didn't talk much about, I, I think Arno's profession is videographer. 
Uh, he mentioned it in one of his videos that he does some professional tapings, and it certainly shows in the quality of his work. And uh, I, I know I mentioned this in the interview, but just like you talked about there, John, those pub runs, really neat stuff. And he has uh, he has Disney runs uh, that he's put on file. I got a kick, Jack, uh, and maybe you did too, that when I mentioned to him, you may have you may not know it, but you've met Jack before, and he didn't miss a beat. He just goes, "Oh yeah, twenty twenty marathon mile nineteen point four. And I, said, oh, holy I know. Crap. Yeah, I like jaw drop moment. Oh, he jumped right on it. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. So, if you um, want to see the meetup, uh, it's Arno's twenty twenty marathon video around. I think it was the twenty four minute mark. You'll see yeah. uh, Jack. Yeah. Jack standing on the side of the road, seemingly lost. <laughs> well, I freaked just... out because I was like, wait, didn't he start ahead of me? And I got really confused. And I looked behind me and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's him. Well, you know what? If you're going to say something, say it now. <laughs> Go no, say hi to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good for you. Good for you. And uh, I, I definitely look forward to meeting Arno. He's one of those guys. And I said this, too, in the interview. He's one of those guys, just like a lot of you are, listeners, people who I feel that I know, but I've never met. And I, I just look forward to meeting y'all, including him face to face someday. So that was a lot of fun. Arno, thanks, man. We appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you and maybe we'll get a chance to chat again someday. That'd be cool. All right. Before we, uh, before we get into the race report, let's take a look at what we've got coming up here in the future weeks. I'm excited about next week. We've got a couple of our friends who participated in the Keys 100-mile race down in the Florida Keys. We'll hear from them next week. Uh, stay tuned for that. That should be great. Our shoe expert is joining us in two weeks. The thread that lists the questions for him is still up and running. We've got some good questions. In fact, we've got plenty of good questions. And while I haven't done it yet, it is time for me to post a thread Questions for Jeff Galloway. Jeff's going to join us this June 30th, just about the time that training kicks off for Marathon Weekend. Jeff will be here to answer your questions about Run, Walk, Run or anything you want to ask Jeff. Uh, he'll, he'll be with us late June. Hey, Greg, do we have an update on the Peloton Challenge? We do, um, and same story as the last two weeks. Uh, Tom is destroying me. <laughs> but although I will say I did get a little bit of intel. I was listening to the Will Run For Gangs uh, podcast last week, and I found out what is happening is whenever I ride, yeah, Tom goes in because we're, we're friends with each other on Peloton. He will go in and see how many rides I did. And then make sure that he does enough rides to make sure that he has you know a little inside intel to make sure that he, there's enough mileage so that he can stay ahead of me. Now, granted, he's got about thirty miles on me right now. Now, granted, I got some trick, I got some tricks up my sleeve to maybe help close the gap. Obviously, I think he's going to win this thing. He definitely deserves it. I know he's dealing with uh, a running injury right now, so getting on the peloton for him, you know, is really important. You know, to keep up with his fitness and yeah. everything like that. So, but yeah, we're just having a great time with it. We, uh, we got one more week to go. Okay, um, I was going to ask that. Yeah, end, end of the month or what? 
Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we'll go, we'll okay. go, th- yeah, we'll go through uh, the end of May. And Grant, I know we keep saying this every week, and I feel so bad. You know, just the other day, Tom was like, "Hey, would you be available to do this ride, and we can share it out?" And it just my life has been so busy right now. I, but I promise we're going to try and, and get at least one. And him and I are going to get that locked down ASAP. But again, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and for those of you that aren't aware, uh, with the little friendly wager that we have going on, Tom is riding on behalf of the American Cancer Society. And I know that's really important to him because I believe uh, cancer has unfortunately touched his family very, very recently. So I know that's uh, the impetus for him running running dopey on behalf of them and then i am uh pedaling for the give kids the world village uh down in the greater orlando area uh so at the end of this someone is going to come away with a nice little donation and uh we're really looking forward to uh helping out good causes hey so greg so next week if you're really close are you doing our interview from the bike <laughs> quite well you know quite possibly yeah so if for some reason during next week's recording if i'm huffing and puffing uh you you, you know why <laughs> yeah i noticed tom asked you to join in on a ride that would have been just before this episode exactly exactly show so up it, it's it's strategic although yeah. it's funny though when i was listening to will run for they were like do you guys like talk smack and I'm and no like we really haven't we just been having like little fun, oh, yeah. friendly banter and stuff like that so it, yeah. it's been it's yeah. been really neat to to interact with those guys and everything like that so again and you know it's one of those things where I mean obviously we got a long time until Dopey happens yep. so maybe we'll do this another month we'll we'll see well, I guess it also depends on how well our fundraising is go, is going as Good. well too so yeah. uh, it's fun I'm glad you're doing it I'm glad you're taking it in the right spirit and uh, and that's great. And I'm I'm looking forward to getting back on my real bike, my road bike. I haven't been on for a while. Okay, boys and girls, it's time for the race report. All right, let's take a look at last week. I already alluded to this one on Saturday and into Sunday, the Keys 100 mile run down in the Florida Keys. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to take away from our guests, but I, I, I don't sleep all that well. I was, <laughs> I was tracking, uh, I was getting excited following the little dots on the map. Um, I'll tell you what it was. I don't know what the weather was like down there. I know the weather here and, you know, Tampa's a couple hundred miles North. Not that that would be that much cooler, uh, but it was really warm. And the dew point was up into the mid seventies, which, is really humid friends really really so i'm uh i'm not sure how it was for them but i'm looking forward to it we're going to be talking to those guys next week that will be exciting uh also this last week our buddy jeff in fishers indiana finished the geist half marathon i know jeff posted photos but i don't have any notes on them shame on me my only comment would be holy smokes they do a lot of runs in fishers indiana i'm impressed with that there's been one uh, every weekend for the last couple of weeks. Uh, our buddy Joe finished the Hot Foot 5K for the benefit of firefighters in Fort Smith, Arkansas. The Fargo Half Marathon in Fargo, North Dakota, North Dakota concluded last Saturday. Charles ran the Fargo Half. Um, our buddy Mandy who you may, if you've listened to all the episodes, Mandy was our first interview back on episode, I don't know, three or four. 
Uh, we talked to Mandy about running the Boston Marathon. Mandy ran the Cleveland Half Marathon and finished first in her age group. I think that's a big deal. Uh, you know, that's that's not one of the biggest marathons in the country, but a city like Cleveland has a pretty good-sized uh, running event, half marathon. Uh, Mandy finished first. I don't remember her time, but it was it was very, very solid. Another good runner there, Mandy is. Uh, just yesterday, Rachel up in Canada did the chicken run in Bell River, Ontario. Yesterday was Victoria Day in Canada, so it was a holiday. And uh, last thing I want to mention is that over the weekend, the Will Run For podcast guys had their live virtual event or their virtual live event. I forget what it is. And their run, they started out at 10 o'clock Eastern time and it came up on Zoom. And that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed doing that. I walked a mile. I still have the boot on, but I was able to walk a mile with them and, and talk and interact. And a couple of our friends were there. Allison was there. Tara. Uh, Joe did it. Joe did it the day before. So he wasn't on the Zoom call. But uh, Tom and Aaron were there from Will Run For. And I don't, if Michael and Diana were there, they probably were. But I, I got to be honest and say I don't remember. Uh, I was I'm walking, trying to hold my phone. And anyway, it was a neat idea, one that I'm sure we'll steal at some time in the future. And hey, tell you, great looking swag. The, the metal is a wooden metal. Really looked neat. I enjoyed that. Thanks, guys. That was fun. Uh, let's take a look at what's coming up. We got a holiday weekend in the U.S., of course, coming up. Memorial Day is next Monday. So we've got some runs. Let's see what we got on Saturday. Joanne is running the Soldier Field 10 miler in Chicago. The uh, Edinburgh Marathon in the UK. Rob's doing that one. I don't know. Rob, Rob likes to post uh, what he's doing on the runs, and I think that's really cool. Which, if I can back up a bit here, well, I'll, I'll do it at the end. I'll do it at the end. I want to talk about how you get into this. Uh, but but Rob uh, keeps us up to date. Rob's another, like Mandy, Rob's a very good runner. Uh, Rob did a couple of 5K races this week. We did a park run. Park run's really neat. It's We have them here in the U.S., but at nowhere near the scale they have them in uh, England and Australia for sure. I don't know about the rest of Europe. But uh, let's see. He took 30 seconds off of his course PR in a 5k park run and then later let's see uh finished third six seconds out of first and a few hours later did another 5k and finished 21st out of about 2,000 participants so rob's really pushing it i, I know the edinburgh uh, marathon is a big deal to him so um good luck in that one rob i i, I hope you hit your goal on that one. Uh, let's see. Uh, before Memorial Day on Saturday, the Honor Our Heroes Memorial 5K in Oldsmar, Florida, just a bit north of where I am now. Oldsmar is actually on the very northern part of Tampa Bay proper. Judy's running that on Saturday, and then she's also running a 5K in Trinity, Florida, the Trinity Memorial 5K on Memorial Day. Same general area. Uh, Trinity is just a little bit north of Oldsmar, so not too far from here. Other Memorial Day runs. 
Well, looky here. Honor the Brave Cut 5K in Fishers, Indiana. And Jeff's running that one. And David is running a Memorial Day 5K in Marietta, Georgia. You remember, you may remember David who posted the pictures of the run he completed dressed as Lord Vader. That was pretty cool. I take for granted sometimes that folks now know how to get into the race report and tell us what they're doing, but I shouldn't do that. We maintain a file and we actually have several Facebook groups. Alicia started a couple of them uh, a couple of years ago. And this file runs through all three Facebook groups, but I'll just concentrate on the Rise and Run podcast group. You can get to the file there and it's the, the link is pinned to the featured section. So just look for the featured section that says, or do you want to be featured in a race report? I forget exactly the wording. You can do one of two things. You can go in and edit the Google Docs file yourself, or you can just put a note in the comments that says, hey, Bob, I'm running the uh, Memorial Day 5K in Marietta, Georgia on May 30th, and I'll add it for you. I typically check, well, I, I look all the time, but I typically check and I edit the file twice a week. I do it on Tuesdays as I'm preparing for this podcast. And then I do it again on Friday. I'll put a post to the Facebook groups that's called running this weekend. And I'll spell all of this out. So once in a while, somebody will slip through, they'll put their race in after we record the podcast. I'll mention it on Friday. And then I will mention it the next week that you've done it, but I may miss out on saying this one's coming up. I try my best to keep up. Uh, if I miss one, I genuinely apologize. And if I miss one, I expect you to let me know. Just say, hey, come on, man. I'm out here running my tail off and, and you can't even mention my name. What's up with that? All right, my friends. Uh, once again, this is the sad part of the evening. Lexi, calm down. Don't cry. It's okay. We'll be back. All right. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, so long. I wait, wait, wait. We forgot something. Uh-oh, we go ahead. We never mentioned the YouTube channel. What YouTube channel, John? Uh, what is that YouTube channel? I forgot. Passport to Run. Oh, yeah. Fun fact, we had our 100th episode today. Oh, good for you. Yay. Was it, what was, uh, was it something special? Or what, what was it? Um, we just did a montage of some of our fun adventures and hopefully some stuff that we have planned and short little trailer, I guess, so to speak. Oh, good for you. I will be sure to look at that. Passport to Run's 100th episode, their YouTube yeah. channel. Take a look. Lexi and Jack do a good job on that. Um, this is a Thursday Zoom call night. Uh, the day this is released, we'll have a Zoom call Thursday night. Now, I've put the information out on the Facebook group pages. I won't be there this week. Uh, my wife's birthday is Thursday night. We've got dinner reservations. But that doesn't mean you can't have fun and you can talk bad about me. Okay, so you got that going for you. All right, that'll do it, guys. Once again, it's our pleasure. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day and listening. If you have some time, we love reading your reviews. Okay, that'll do it. Till we meet again, happy running, my friends.
The Rise and Run podcast discusses general information about Run Disney and is in no way affiliated with Run Disney or the Walt Disney Company. Any information or advice discussed on this podcast should not be considered medical advice and should always consult with your healthcare provider or event organizer.